Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Are you well trained or are you spirit changed? John chapter 3 verses 3 through 10. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. How can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born? Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and of the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes, where it comes from, or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. How do you not understand these things? I once heard a story of a king who had two sons. It goes something like this. The king wanted to see which of the two sons were wiser and could inherit his throne. So he decided to put them to a test. The challenge he gave them was that each one of them should search for something in nature that they could use to teach a very important life lesson. A lesson that would guide them should they be ruler of the kingdom. The first son came up with a very good idea. He found a cat that was so well, tra well trained it could walk on its two hind legs while balancing a saucer with a glass of milk. My brother cannot beat this, he thought to himself. With this amazing cat he intended to demonstrate that anyone can be trained and taught to do the most amazing things, even things considered to be outside of their scope. To perform. The younger brother was be bewildered for several days. He did not see how he could outdo his older sibling. The big day was nearing and he had not found anything of real sense. What am I going to do? He questioned himself. Then the idea came. I got it! He exclaimed. The day of the ex exhibition came and the older, older brother was eager to show off his find. Look, look, Dad, or uh, my lord, the king. And he made the cat walk across the room toward the king with a glass of milk on the saucer. While the cat walked, he explained, to his, he explained his, his concept to the king. The king was greatly impressed. The king stretched out his hand in anticipation of receiving the glass of milk from the cat. That was when the younger lad took out his exhibit and set it on the floor in full view of the cat. The cat looked at it. It was a mouse. The mouse looked at the cat, turned, and made a mad dash across the room. The cat dropped the saucer with a glass of milk and sprang into a different action. The mouse left the room with the cat in hot pursuit. The young man's life lesson was this. Yes, 
we can all be trained and taught to do anything. But we will always come back to what it is in our nature to do. We cannot change our nature. We need a power from outside of ourselves working within us to accomplish that. And that power comes from God. This is somewhat like the, like, this is somewhat like the lesson Jesus the master teacher taught to the teacher of the Jews, Nicodemus. Sir Nick saw Jesus in Jerusalem. Many miraculous works were performed by him. Nicodemus recognized that these signs being done by Jesus were similar to what the ancient prophets prophesied would happen in the messianic age. Like Isaiah, for instance, say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Isaiah 35 verses 4 to 6. New International Version. From what he saw, he was wondering if the kingdom of God had come. So he came to Jesus to investigate. Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him. John chapter 3 verse 2. He thought the miraculous signs were, were heralding the kingdom of God. But Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. John 3 3. Nicodemus thought he was seeing the presence of the kingdom through the many miracles. But he heard that he cannot see the kingdom without being born again. Jesus' coming was to inaugurate a new reality, a new existence, a new creation. To experience these, one needs to receive Jesus in faith. So this conversation, as well as the others, other stories in John's Gospel, was being done on two different opposing levels. On one level, Jesus was speaking of the experience of faith, while Nicodemus on the other level was speaking based on mere human logic. Nicodemus asked, How can a man be born when he is old? Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Verse 4, If one must be born again in order to see the kingdom, then no one can see the kingdom because who can re-enter their mother's womb to be born again? That is logical reasoning, isn't it? Jesus replied again, Well, just as it is impossible to enter your mother's womb a second time, so it is impossible to enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the Spirit. John 3.5 Here, instead of saying born again, Jesus says born of water and the Spirit. The two phrases should be understood to mean the same thing. To be born again is the same as being born of water and the Spirit. Some theologians suggest that these are speaking of our natural birth, born of the water, and the spiritual birth, born of the Spirit, that takes place at conversion. That may have, may have sound logical to some, to some, but many believe otherwise. Some understand being born of the water to mean experiencing water baptism first and then receiving the spirit afterwards that being born of the spirit that idea has some serious problems because in truth not everyone who has been baptized in water received the holy spirit and not everyone who has received the holy spirit was baptized in water so that could not be that could not re be really what jesus was saying is saying in the text 
Even the story of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10 shows him and his household receiving his spirit before they were actually baptized. So what does it mean to be born of the water and the spirit? There are certain places in the Old Testament where there are references to water and the spirit. When we analyze these, we will get some understanding as to the meaning of the concept. The first place is in the book of Genesis. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Genesis 1 verse 2, New International Version. Here in the creation story, water and spirit are mentioned, though in reverse order. We also find it in Genesis 8 verse 1. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind, no wind, over the earth and the waters receded. Here in this text, the word for spirit is translated as wind. But this is speaking of a, a creation, a recreation, um, restoration of the earth after the flood. But the key text I want us to look at is Genesis, Ezekiel 36 25 to 27. Let us read it. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities, from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from your I will move I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees. And be careful to keep my laws. Ezekiel 36, 25 to 27. God's people were exiled in Babylon. They were suffering for their own sin in turning away from God and his will. Here God promises to do something for them. He was going to cleanse them of their sin by sprinkling clean water upon them. Not literally, just meaning that he's going to wash them clean. He's going to give them a, a new heart and put a new spirit within them and would make them more responsive to his laws. The three texts that we look at, looked at where the spirit and water are mentioned speak of creation, recreation, recreation or restoration and here in Ezekiel a regeneration or renewal. To be born again means all of these. It means to be made new in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. 1 John 3.9 and 10, No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in him. He cannot go on sinning because he has been born of God. This is how we know who, who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not a child of God, nor is anyone who does not love his brother. The new birth takes place when our sins are forgiven and the Holy Spirit enters the soul and starts transforming the life of the individual. This is more than just practicing new behaviors. Whenever, whenever the Spirit enters a soul, he makes changes in a life. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. It is about the individual's will being conformed to Christ. And he or she has become a partaker of a new nature. 
the divine nature. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. In 2 Peter, 3, 2 Peter chapter 1, 3 and 4, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them you might participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior by faith, we will experience this new birth and our lives will be changed. That is why he came to die. John 3, 14, 14 to 18 says, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent, the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. O oh God, please have mercy on us. We want to be born from above so we can see and enter the kingdom of heaven. Please cleanse us from our sins and give us the heart, the new heart, and place your spirit within us. Please, Lord, cause us to walk in your ways and be pleasing in your sight. Help us not to continue sinning. But let your spirit abide in us. We pray and tell you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.